Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Bucks Rugby Podcast. It's the start of a new season and what a way to kick things off. A Welsh derby, the new boys causing chaos and a statement of intent from Durham. We'll cover all of this and hear from former Met captain Scarlett's very own Ewan Shenton ahead of Wednesday's Cardiff Clash. Enjoy. Right, heads are gone already. We've deleted the first recording of this podcast, hence the late release date. Software skills not quite up to scratch. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, you know, first one is gonna you're gonna run into some technical difficulties. You've just got to be able to adapt. Yeah, we, well, adapt by just doing it again. We'll start the same way we did about <laughs> an hour ago. Bucks is back, mate, and it does feel good to just be chatting about uni rugby again. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long few months, really. Uh, no Bucks over the summer, no rugby over the summer. It's it's been well, no rugby. I say you've been out on the sevens tour, haven't you, Mister Worldwide? Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> um yes to be fair it's good to be back a lot of fresh faces uh last year you know by the end of the season you felt like you're sort of getting to know the team sort of getting <laughs> to know the players but now there's a whole host of new talent and i'm pretty, pretty clueless so <laughs> <laughs> no it is a massive reset it's just it's quite mad how quickly you can just get back into it though and just engulfed by it you couldn't really get disappointed you know whatever game you picked whatever one you decided to watch you saw some great rugby well, all the games are so tight as well, and well, the biggest winning margin would probably have been in the in that uh, Nottingham game against Leeds Beckham. It wasn't really a whitewash all game. Leeds had their moments, and then uh, uh, Nottingham came back into it then. But all the games, class, you know, one point separating uh, Hartbury and Exeter, one point separating Bath and Cardiff as well. Uh, it seems like this league is going to be more competitive than ever. Yeah, just getting back into the swing of things, like you said, learning uh, who's who. And you had a little chat with um, Shent as well. How was that? Uh, yeah, good to get back. Uh, you know, I haven't spoken to him in a while. I saw him. Uh, when when was it? I saw him? Can't remember. Chasing uh, a few, him campus. Few, yeah, a few months ago, whatever it was. Uh, I've spoken to him since then. And yeah, it's been nice to see him. Uh, and good to see that he's uh, enjoying life with the Scarlets post Super Rugby. But We'll uh, we'll chat more about that later on after um, after me and Shents uh, have that chat. But back to the rugby, Shents was actually at that game uh, between Met and Swansea, and so were you, Rob. Yeah, exactly. I went down, um, and so did well. Met went in huge numbers. Picked it took like four or five buses, mate. Um, and I think kind of everyone was surprised with the turnout. And we were queuing a couple of hundred meters down the street and uh, missed the first five minutes of the game. Any tries you missed, though? Do you know what? I think I might have missed the first try, you know. Oh, <laughs> disgraceful. Turning up for a late classic. <laughs> now we got in there in the end, though, and I don't know what kind of marketing those uh, Freshers boys were doing in that um, Freshers fair, mate, but it worked because it was absolutely heaving. Um, great atmosphere and great game as well. Great game overall. Watching it from afar, tuning into. Uh, Metsport TV's uh, radio coverage it was only so much I could get out of the game, but it seemed to be a fiery atmosphere. And uh, you know, when Met go to St Helens, it well, two games hasn't disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And like we say, we went up there a couple of times, and a little bit rougher conditions that late in the year, lad. We were there in the uh, in the darkness, in the rain, and these freshers think living the high life in the sun. Well, I prefer to be down there in the sun. To be honest, I've been down to St Helens since uh, being down there. It's been class when it's been sunny, but 
Yeah, when in when it's pouring down and the wind's high, it's a tough place to go. Loughborough found out last year, and Cardiff met, got through it. Brad Rod's massive kick from halfway line, deja vu. Yeah, well, similar name, bit of a staple, Brad Rod's, but you mentioned the clear out of players. Four or five massive names from Met missing, even more than that from Swansea. It's like you kind of don't really know what to expect. And then the two teams rock up and put in a performance like they did. You know, Met hitting their stride eventually and getting the job done. But Swansea kind of kicking away from that underdog mentality they've had since they joined Buck Super Rugby. And they're kind of a team to, you know, they're, they're looking to make a statement, mate. Yeah, when we when I watched that um, pre-season sort of predictions video from uh, Burnsy and Dave, I, I was intrigued to hear that Dave said that he fancied Swansea to have a good year because after I saw that team sheet, I didn't fancy them to give Met a real go because obviously our background with Cardiff Met, we sort of I'm not saying oh yeah we know all the boys, but we know more <laughs> we know more of the Met lads than we do of the other other teams at the moment. And I didn't recognise many names for Swansea, but they turned out good performance. Harry Williams, uh, the scrum half was what I've been told was electric, and yeah, the captain Ben Gregory also stood out for the for the home side. Yeah, you mentioned the nine there, mate. He was someone who stood out to me straight away. Like I said, he's he's happy to just run with the ball, you know, and he, he did bring that dynamism that Parksy brought to the team last year from 10. Um, yeah, Harry Williams was a standout. And then, of course, the Met boys had replaced a couple of players as well. Shents, who we'll talk to a little bit later on. And who's next? Jake Bond steps into the boots and does a job. I think it's the same with every team because um, there's been so many players leaving, going... You know, professional. You just graduated from university, and there's a few, few of the boys. You know, big names leaving. Fred Davis went to uh, Bristol Bears, of course, and Durham really need to strengthen up their pack, and they seem to have done that because they got the victory against a, a good Loughborough outfit as well. And it's just the classic Buck Super Rugby uh, sort of thing that happens every year. You have to reproduce talent every year, and everyone seems to have done that. Yeah, and it kind of is in this early stage is working out who's done it the best, isn't it? It's the teams that do adapt to those massive clearouts that happen every year. Um, it did kind of feel like there was a bigger one this year. Like those, like you said, it's more of a breeding ground now for those big talents. And it feels like a lot more pro clubs were picking up the boys who maybe would have stayed on to do a Masters, had another year, and they've just gone straight into a pro team now. And there's teams like Cardiff Met, Exeter, who've just, they're just producing this talent now. Northmore doing the business for Harlequins. He can't be for, far off a, an England call-up. And then the likes of uh, Daft Jenkins and Christ Chunza for Exeter just carving up in the pro game. That could be the way forward as well now. We saw last year there was a lot of fourth years still hanging about. The boys didn't really have enough time in uni. They fancied another year on the beers and stayed on for another year. And it seemed to create this Bucks League to be even better than it's ever been before. Maybe now we'll see a few more of the lads staying on for four years and those names will be more recognisable again next year. Yeah, they try and grab that extra year of experience and it did feel like a lot of the teams in the league did actually have that plethora of experience because COVID hit and Bucks wasn't the same. You know, we, we, we haven't had Bucks for a while and we were chatting yesterday actually about how even though it was kind of back to normal last year, we still had those games where we weren't sure if COVID was going to hit, if the games were going to go ahead. You know, rescheduled fixtures, you mentioned Leeds, 
having to play two late games after the season was done, this year really does feel like it's Bucks is back. The clear outs happened. We're back in the rhythm of things. And it is a case of who planned for it best. And I feel this year as well, it's going to be a more even contest all across the league, looking at some of the results. Obviously, Durham, a team you'd expect to win every game every year, then it again. But Exeter losing to Hartbury first game of the season, Nottingham coming up and a shock, shock victory, would you say? It's tough. it's tough. No, it's tough because, like you said, the new the new boys in the league we mentioned before, Swansea kind of adopted that uh, underdog mentality of of being the new boys, and well, it worked for them for a long time. But that's kind of over now with with Nottingham coming into the league and listening to come a couple of the boys. They knew it was going to be physical. They knew there was going to be a step up, but they've kind of just. It's nice to see how they've adapted and how they've adopted this new league. They're kind of just like, look, we're here now. We're going to give it our best go. And once the nerves settled against Leeds, mate, they were playing some serious rugby and obviously replacing Northumbria just adds that little bit more, that the little bit, bit of dynamism to the league that like anyone could be anyone now. Yeah, I think you have to write off Northumbria last season as just a bogey season generally in Buck Super Rugby for someone to have that bad a season. Like, it just was... Oh come on! Mate, it was unexpected. Royalty, you're talking about, mate. They just, it, they just it's a, it's unexpected to see someone be that poor, and I'm sure the Northumbria team they're they're well aware of. You know, they underperformed last season, and they'd be disappointed, and just almost almost squeezing their way to stay in the league. To be fair, when they played Nottingham in that playoff, but Nottingham's come up, new blood, new team, new faces, and. There's some uh, star players to look out for straight away. Max Brown being one person that really stood out for me on the, on that first game. Yeah, you mentioned um, earlier how important the 10s are in Buck Super Rugby just for that that flair and the kicking game's massive. And Max Brown, if you've got that 10 in your team who can do the things that he, he was, mate, his kicks were bang on in that second half. Like I said, once the nerves settled, because... Leeds, Leeds just, they were giving Nottingham opportunities all the way through the game. And it was only when, when Nottingham realised, oh, hang on, boys. You know, if we, if we just start playing rugby here, we could do a job. And, and once the nerves settled, their the handling improved. Like I said, Max Brown's kicking was bang on. And they found themselves in a winning position. And, you know, they've started their buck season perfectly. And a shaky start, it was. <laughs> they weren't quite in into the rhythm straight away. 30 minutes of... Maybe questionable rugby, uh, <laughs> not what you're used to seeing in Buck Super Rugby. But now nah, they were they were class after after that thirty minutes. Beckett couldn't quite get back to them. They almost showed signs of getting back in. It was nineteen fifteen at one point, but overall, uh, Nottingham certainly deserved the victory. And will they be a team to look out for this year? It's hard to say after one game, but maybe on the flip side, you know, losing to the new boys on the first day, Beckett, are they in trouble? Yeah. Questions, like not statements. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah, questions. It, it, it is. It's all up in the air and it sets up uh, this week's games really nicely, but it's not, you know, it's not all doom and gloom for, for Leeds. I think they played some good rugby. It, it, yes, the mistakes were there, maybe, especially in the second half, but they started off really well, mate. Those brothers, um, Callum and Connor Hancock uh, in the front row, mate. They play some real nice rugby. They're good 
ball carrying forwards. And I was kind of impressed. I was like, wow, man, Leeds have got this. They're known for that kind of rugby. And I know Burnsy mentioned on the stream that maybe they're trying to switch things up. And while me and you were all for the flair rugby, mate, we love that. That's why we watch Bucks. You can't afford to be losing too many games on the bounce in this league, especially how competitive it's shaping up to be. So if it is a case of going back to route one for Leeds, mate, it might be a case of doing it sooner rather than later. And if you look at, it's hard to take just the stats or the, or the performances and the results of last season, as in you can't take it into consideration too much because things do change. There are new faces, there's a new crop of talent coming up. But if Beckett were to lose their first game to Nottingham, the new boys, and then lose at home to uh, Bath in the second game, it doesn't look good for this season because those are two games you probably look at the start of the season you think, you know, we want to take at least eight points. Imagine now next week we see the likes of Exeter and Loughborough still winless uh, winless in this league. It's like, okay, we've got some mixing up to do here. Um, <laughs> you, like the the funny nature of the of the fixtures that you picked out, the two losing teams are playing each other and the two winning teams are playing each other. So we're going to have a couple of the boys in the league who are winless after two games. And we've said it, we said it all through last season. You can't afford to have the back-to-back losses in this league if you want to compete. And when you do start going on a winning streak as well, on the flip side, the momentum a team gets is absolutely huge. Swansea, the end of last season, six from six to finish off, mm. beating Cardiff Mayor, beating uh, Loughborough as well uh, at their own patch. Uh, a great end to the season and their momentum going into those quarterfinals was massive maybe didn't fall their way in that game uh, in the quarterfinals but it does make a huge difference and Swansea I think out of nowhere <laughs> finished fifth you're looking at the league a, f- a few weeks before and I was thinking oh well it looks like Cardiff Met will finish fourth and uh, maybe Cardiff Met will play against whoever's fifth and it was Hartbury at the time end of the season it was Swansea against Loughborough, um, fourth and fifth, and Cardiff met against Cardiff Uni. Arbury fell all the way down to seventh. It was a mental end of the season, but great nonetheless. Yeah, crazy end of the season and a crazy start to this one as well. Do you want to pick out a couple of players who stood out to you? I know a couple of games weren't streamed and a couple of them were on uh, Twitter, but do you want to name a few names that stood out in this in this first game week? So, uh, as you said, the flair players and. It's the big moments we all love in Buck Super Rugby. If anyone's, yeah, if, if anyone's heard our commentary, we go pretty excited when there's <laughs> a, a moment of brilliance or something unexpected happens. Uh, so it's those stuff that I look out for. I've gone on Twitter. I've sort of been influenced by what's been said on there and who scored tries when. No bias two- involved. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, Brad Rod's my favourite player this week. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to go uh, Van de Venter from Cardiff Uni scored uh, the winner against Bath. Obviously, late in the game, you've got to have them clutch players. And same goes for Will Goffey from Hartbury, the captain as well, leading by example, getting the final try in that game. I think those two clutch players, you have to have them in the team. And then from, from the eye test, Max Brown was my my selected player for being, I guess, player of the week, star yeah. of the week. It's hard to, Super. like, it's hard to argue with, you know, those players. And like you mentioned, it's the flair boys who, who get the headlines and, you know, 
it is crucial in this kind in these kind of games when you've got two games finishing within one point those flair players those those difference makers are the ones who are going to win you the games and you know Stuart Cox obviously grabbing the try when his team's winning by one point against Loughborough who we know mm. how good they've been it's those kind of boys who yeah this week they're in my team Stuart Cox grabbing the try yeah. and again Cardiff Mets own Roma Zeng he's hit the ground running no surprise <laughs> banging on we're really gonna... Roma again <laughs> See, Ooh, what you don't friends. know is in the last pod, mate, he had Roma in all seven positions. <laughs> but in yeah, all seriousness, you delete, though... You deleted it, though, so sorry. Uh... <laughs> you can't ignore this man for much longer. You know, he's, no. he's doing things that we haven't seen before in Buck Super Rugby. That man is unstoppable when he gets going, and it was important for him to start this season after such an impressive freshers year last year, and he did so. He was he's got a nice little bleach blonde lead, mind. Stands out Interesting much call, yeah. yeah. A few Maybe of the boys have them from that. The scouts uh, are in the crowd and they've gone with the bleach blonde. I'll tell you something as well for about Roma Zheng. I was actually uh, in one of the gym training sessions. Uh, oh, yeah, watching not, them train with you, lad. N- not participating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was there and I was with uh, Joe Cowell, the skipper, and Elliot Salt, both front rowers, right? And they they were on some heavy weights. I can't. <laughs> I think it was like 160 or one. Ooh. Would it be 180? Squat that work, anyway, baby. Right? Anyway, look around to Roma. Roma's doing the exact same weight. Oh, mate. He's like Honestly. half the size. Well, he's hey. not. He's huge, but... Before Roma Zen came to uni, he didn't train legs. Die Watts, whatever that, whatever that little training schedule you've got, mate. If you want to send oh, it over, lad. Yeah, I was going to say you probably need it, like. <laughs> <laughs> look, lad. These legs get me over six foot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now, back to it, though. Another man from the Met team, Jake Bond, slipping into that number eight jersey. Um, big booster, Phil. Obviously, you and Shenton last year, coming back from injury, bigger and better than ever, as he as he seems to always do. You mentioned him overcoming an injury with the Scarlets already, and he's back playing. Um, but it was a big moment for Jake Bond. He had to wait his turn last year. Really hard to... It's, it's hard to displace anyone in these Bucks teams because they're playing at such a high level, but he was patient and he got his chance and finished off a beautiful try, mate. I, I know you've seen it. If anyone listening, if anyone's listening, go check out Cardiff Met Sport TV because it's just gorgeous rugby. And that's, that'll be on Cardiff Met Sport TV or, or the Bucks uh, Twitter page. And he finishes off the try. Little bit of cheekiness on the uh, post-match interview, just <laughs> ticking off the, uh, the first Welsh derby of the season like it's nothing. But yeah, he's one who definitely um, stood out to me. And like you say, we spoke to um, Ewan Shenton earlier. Let's, uh, should we have a listen to what he had to say? Why not? So, so Shent, how are you, mate? How have you, how have you been since leaving uh, Cardiff, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, just uh, been a couple of weeks into the Scarlet's now. I'm just settling in, so it's all good. Yeah, you've been... Uh, captain off for Cardiff Met obviously then gone straight into the professional game with uh, Scarlet uh, how's it been how's training been intensity any different yeah it's obviously uh, a lot more intense uh, the day to day stuff but um, yeah it's been pretty I've enjoyed it and just gone with it really just gone with it uh, you've made your debut obviously you played against the Bristol Bears you played in the weekend as well um, for Tennessee do you think the competition is tough for the Scarlets. Is there a lot of depth in the in the team really for you know someone like yourself, Star Buck Super Rugby, to go in there and 
you know, you're fighting really hard to get into the team. Yeah, it's obviously a lot of competition. I think there's four or five internationals in the back row as well. So it's, uh, it's a tough opposition to get into. But they're all out front, to be fair. And it's good. The uh, competition is good in training. It's just enjoyable, to be honest, competing with them every day. Is it strange uh, to be around those, obviously, global superstars, I guess you could call them, because you've got the likes of John Fox, who is your captain at the moment, and growing up, he would have been someone you would look up to. Is it a bit surreal to be in the surrounding with them? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, the first couple of weeks, especially, it was like just finding yourself and like passing and passing the ball with like British lines and stuff. It was pretty weird uh, coming straight from uni into that. It's obviously different, but uh, yeah, it's, it's strange now. It's like uh, a couple of weeks in, it just feels normal. So yeah, it's just been, been good. So you talked about, well, we've obviously said you've just joined Scarlet's. Is there anything, some sort of initiation you have to do after you arrive? Obviously, try and keep it PG if you've had anything a bit extreme. But No, it's nothing really. Uh, the first couple of weeks, just settled in. And we had a social towards the end of pre-season and just had a few beers and introduced myself to you. Any rowdy lads? Uh, uh, it's always a favourite. <laughs> you can't tell, can't tell, can't tell. Uh, so, of course, we... You were captain last year for Cardiff Met in Bucksup Rugby. You were down there uh, in the game between Cardiff Met and Swansea last week. What were your thoughts uh, on the on the game overall? Yeah, first of all, the atmosphere was brilliant. Um, I think I, when I pulled up, I was shocked that they came in for like a couple of hundred metres outside the ground and stuff. So it was nice. Like, and then, um, yeah, we got in. Um, I think it was about 200 ultras there, and the game, was, the game didn't let it down, to be honest. Swansea were good as well, to be fair to them, first half, but uh, Matt under a lot of pressure. But I think uh, fair play to the boys in the second half, they came off firing and uh, managed to come away with the win. Are you surprised almost how every team in Buck seems to keep producing top talent? Because I was looking at the Swansea team sheet and I, was, I couldn't see many familiar names that sort of stood out for Swansea last year, and they still managed to put in a great battle against Cardiff men. Well, they were pushing Matt almost all the way. Yeah, uh, I'm not really surprised to be honest. Uh, like, I think even from my first in uni to now, the amount of like, um, let's say, exposure back seems to be getting is is it's grown so much, and it's like, um, well, every uni really runs like a high performance program, I think, in back. So, whereas. You know, then if you've been let go by an academy or you're even attached to an academy, is the best, second best place to go with for a young player in Britain is probably the Bucks League. Where I, like, so I get why everyone, all the best players, want to join Bucks club, really. And Cardiff Met, of course, they've moved on from last year. Quite a different, well, almost you'd look at the back row where you were mainly last year. It's, there's a whole host of changes, really. Only Jake Bond, who's still there, who played last year. Do you think that transition is going to be big for Met this year, the, getting the new boys into the back row? Uh, I think it's always, it's always difficult, I think, uh, bringing in new boys into different positions and stuff. But um, the, back, the back row is good to be fed. And they all played, like, the good thing about Met is they play, the boys who were playing this year all probably had loads of exposure to Saturday rugby last year. So they've played, like, say, Adel, Guy, Bondi. Um, they've all played together. Uh, Jack Wickham would have played. They've all played together last year, probably about 15, 20 times, like throughout the year. So, 
basically, I think getting used to playing this intensity of backs and then boys getting used to playing each other every week. So it's good. And playing in the champ into the Bucks of Rugby, maybe not everyone knows how difficult the champ is, but what's how how is the intensity in the champ? How tough is it to play? It's, it's different. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, it's like, to be honest, it's like, <laughs> it's like sometimes it's like British Bulldogs or rugby ball. It's like, uh, compared to Bucks. It's like, uh, especially when you go to, but it's a good learning curve as well. Like, I remember my first game, my first game was cross keys away, then by, um, Bit of home, and it was like, oh, like this is this is a proper league, like, and this I think the coaches in Matthews use it as a way for boys to prove himself as well. Absolutely. So I don't think you just get thrown straight into the box. You, well, um, you have to prove yourself in the champ to get into the box team as well, which is good. So taking over from your captaincy this year, uh, Joe Cowell, have you spoke to him since uh, the big announcement? I wish him luck. Um, and that's basically it really I, like, I lead into it like it's not uh, not my place to give him advice or anything really I'd, I'd always like, if I had a question I'd be there like but it's, I think he's, he's the right man for the job and I think uh, the boys will follow him and all the best to the rest of the year I think he's, uh, he's a good player Joe's and I think he'll do a good job and a good lad as well he's he's gone quite big now as well what do you think of his beard? Shocking <laughs> <laughs> one word answer perfect uh, so Cardiff met this year then fourth last year knocked out in the semi-final to Exeter uh, looking at the team do you think there's potential here to go all the way yeah, definitely I think a lot of the boys had uh, exposure to Bucks last year as well like in key, in key positions so like uh, Brad Rory I know Rory and Ali didn't have as much with injury and stuff but they both played Bucks rugby uh, Brad's played a lot of bucks. Barney's played a lot of bucks. So there's, there's experienced boys throughout this thing. The team which can definitely uh, pull the boys through to uh, to good things towards the end. I think. And do you think there's any other teams that maybe need to keep an eye out on? Obviously, you've you were down at Swansea, but do you think there's any other teams to keep keep a lookout on? Um. I think you get a normal standard Exeter's, Devons and uh, Loughborough's. But I, I, I watched the Nottingham and uh, who did they play again? Beckett. I watched the Nottingham game. I, um, I don't think there'll be a problem. But <laughs> 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 you never know, do you? <laughs> um, so for yourself going forward then, obviously you played on the weekend uh, in the Welsh Prem. Uh what are your aspirations this season in terms of game time? Because realistically, we spoke before, there's a lot of strength and depth and a lot of competition uh, for that number eight jersey at Scarlet's. But what are your hopes this season? Uh, for me, I just spoke to get on the pitch like, and uh, get as many minutes in as possible. Um, and training well, really. And uh, can't kind of control what I can control and just keep enjoying it. And, Try and break in when I can, really. I guess and, in my in my opportunities. And last question, uh, of course, you know the Scarlets now, ex Ospreys Academy. What was uh, what was the vibe like when you landed there? Because they must have known your history. Uh, no, nah, not really. It was uh, <laughs> uh, 
chance I get ripped into more for uh, the old math, the, the math stuff rather than uh, and being junior rather than uh, the Ospreys Panthers. So no, it's not the that one really a problem. Chance, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, good luck for the season, and uh, hopefully we see you out there for the Scarlet soon. <laughs> Cheers, Griff. It was a nice little catch-up with Shens then. Pretty confident ahead of uh, another Welsh derby in, in uh, round two. Another Welsh derby. Why wouldn't he not be confident? Cardiff Met have won seven from seven in Buck Super Rugby. Um, it's fair to say the vibe that I think is going to be all round with Cardiff Met is that they can't lose because it's similar to uh, when Everton, a big Liverpool football club fan, right? And Everton went something like 10, 15 years without winning at Anfield. But when they do, it's a massive deal. It's the same goes for Cardiff Uni against Cardiff Met. When Cardiff Uni beat Cardiff Met, they're going to go absolutely crazy. And I I just can't see it happening yet. But what a game it's going to be. Yeah, you're not wrong with that. Like We saw you know, the run Swansea were on and they beat Cardiff Met on their home turf down in King Coyle. That's not something you see every day and it was that momentum. Like you say, they get that that derby win and that anything's possible. Um, don't know how much of a... It's Cardiff Met home, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how much of a of a difference that makes. The bars may be a little bit easier to access in the home end, but... Maybe they've cleaned the pipes or something. <laughs> yeah. No, but... <laughs> All seriousness, though, it, it could go, you know, it could go either way. It's a derby day at Arms Park. It's a big occasion for a lot of those boys. Last year, we've mentioned him a few times, but the likes of Roma Zeng, a fresher, perfect example of a fresher grabbing that game by the scruff of the neck and taking it on himself. But that's that's not something that's particularly common. Yeah. It's a big occasion. It, it's it's going to be full. Well, that yeah, that's why Roma Zeng burst onto the scene, really, and... You're looking at that sort that game early on in the season. It sets the tone for well, what we could say is the first half of the season before Christmas, and that first half of the season closes with another Cardiff clash. So there's no real home advantage. It's just turn up, play your best, and grind out that win. So you're sitting on the Cardiff Met side of the fence. You're going with them. Um, yeah, it's not even a question. I don't think, but. <laughs> Being uh, ex Cardiff Uni as well, like you can't really say they're not going to be involved because they've still got a strong squad. You know, Ed Dunford, he can pull some strings and he can certainly make something happen. But I'm going to go, yeah, Cardiff Met this time. Yeah, Ed Dunford's kicking. You mentioned just their big part of um, big part of the reason they, why they won their first game. It, they kept them. They win scoring the tries at the start of uh, of their game against Bath, and again another ten keeping their team in the game until they do get the chance to uh, take it over the over the goal line but yeah all Absolutely. the games mate you can you can tune into any game this week and enjoy the there's so many good that. games because we said earlier about the the fact that you've got four winning teams playing each other Met Cardiff Uni Hartbury Durham and you've got four teams who've lost their first game playing against each other Beckett Bath Loughborough Exeter so all four of them they have to win they'll be desperate to get off the mark and then the last game kicking off at two, uh, Nottingham against Swansea. Swansea lost their first game, but Nottingham, <laughs> second game at home, you know, can Max Brown do it again? Yeah, and back-to-back streams as well for the Nottingham boys. The spotlight is really on them. And same for Swansea as well. That You know, the pressure's on, mate. The crowds are turning up. Bucks is bigger than ever. And, you know, I rocked up to the Swansea game on Wednesday with my with my mate Ben and 
you know, back in the day, the, the scrum half for the ones. And he was like, mate, back in my day, we were playing down Skerty Lane in front of the boo squad and a couple of the boys misses, you know? So yeah, like, exactly. Now look at yeah. where it's gone. Just in the lifetime of our uni career. So Simon all across the board then. As we said, Nottingham Trent against Swansea at two o'clock is live streamed on all the Bucks platforms, YouTube and Facebook. And then there's plenty of other big games as well. We mentioned Exeter. They're going to need a win, mate. But then so are Loughborough. Yeah, Exeter, having won the playoffs, they can't afford to lose two on the bounce. I think last season, overall, they only lost three games. So to lose two out of two would be absolutely catastrophic for them because being such a big university and massive in Buck Super Rugby, they they just can't afford to lose. And same goes for Loughborough. Like, they've been so good over the years and almost maybe not quite hitting the heights that they'd like to this year. They'll have to win this game if they want to do something. Yeah, and the eyes the eyes are on these two boys. Exeter got some big names in the pro game now doing the business. They've got to keep producing. So we'll see what happens with those anyway. Big games. Just before we go, got a nice little new feature for you, mate. Taking the gruff with a smooth. You want to pick out a bit of a bit of a rough moment from uh, one of the teams this week and then a, a nice bit of smooth play for me. Well, that's the thing. I've heard this uh, this feature name three times now, and it's not grown on me at all. <laughs> but um, I'm going to start with, uh, well, last time I started with the smooth because I was waffling. This time I'm going to start with the gruff because oh, getting them. I'm going to end on a high. Name. I'm going to end on a high. The rough is straight up. Leeds Beckett losing their first game to the new boys. It's not a good start on the stream as well. It's not ideal. Everyone's seen it. It's not <laughs> ideal. It's just not perfect. If It's not... I'm not picking on Leeds back Mate, here. Saying it's a bit rough. They've it's had a, a stinker. Rough. It's just a bit rough. It's not terrible. It's just a little bit rough. Anyway, moving on quickly onto the smooth. Uh, I was going to go for the Cardiff Met try with all those offloads, but I decided to go for Pat Bishop, a cheeky chip over the top, collected and scored in the, in the last couple of moments of that game. Uh, against uh, Loughborough. It was a clutch moment from a clutch player and certainly you need that in Buck Super Rugby. We have to say, I've only seen uh, one, ga- uh, two games and a clip from the Cardiff Met game. <laughs> so if anything actually unbelievable happened in Bath Cardiff or Hartbury, Exeter, please forgive me, but those are my selected uh, moments for this week. We'll be back next week then for the same again. As you said, follow us on Spotify. Don't know how it works, really. We'll try not to we'll delete see. this. Just, yeah, awesome stuff. Thanks for listening to the first episode of the season. Join us next week for another guest and all the fallout from what is a promising round of fixtures. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll see you then.